Hello and welcome back to another episode of the App Geeks Podcast. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Are You Weebin' Though? AKA, hold up, this I can I can hear this scraping, so y'all can probably hear this scraping right here. Man, see, I got a new mic today, and this thing literally picks up everything, every single thing. Like, what I was just doing right there is I, I was moving my cord, and I can hear it in my head. I literally just moving my headphone cord alongside my table. It picked that up, and I'm sure y'all heard that, too, which is pretty crazy to me. I'm sure you're going to hear some more, so I got a much stronger mic now. You're going to hear some background, more background noise, such as my daughter might be in the other room. Normally, you wouldn't be able to hear her because my mic wouldn't pick her up. Now, my mic's going to pick her up. Maybe I still got to play around with it a little. I'm still experimenting with this because I got a whole mixer board and everything. I got a, I think it's called Yamaha or something like that. It's a whole mixer board, everything. I've been playing around with it, but it, like I said, it's strong and it picks up everything. I'm still learning how to tune in and trying to get away, like turn down certain gain, turn down certain feedback, do things like that. I'm, I'm not, I'm not really into technology into this regard i'm more on the the it side but stuff like this is not like the digital media side of it, like the media side is not it's not really my forte but i'm gonna try to do my best to learn about it i'm gonna play with it uh let me know how this mic sounds this episode because i'm not sure i mean i'm gonna listen to the episode myself too and i guess but any feedback is good feedback even if you say the mic sounds trash blah 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 go back to the old mic still good feedback because hey i learned something but anyways, going back to this episode of Are You Weaving Though, a.k.a. Weave Wednesday, not on Wednesday, I'm your host, Adrian, and shout out to all the weaves out there, taking out the time to peep the podcast is much, much appreciated. Moving along, though, I am here today to bring you guys, you know, a very late episode of the Spring 2021 Review. So, see, peep this, okay? I know I said that I was, going, I was supposed to have this like right after like the season ended or like right as the season ended, but I was slacking. I was slacking. I'm hoping I'm not hoping like I said, I know this mic picks up everything. Hoping it's not picking up my breathing because I do talk fast. So because I talk fast, I usually have to take a lot of breaths and stuff like that and everything. So because I talk fast and everything like that, I breathe heavy and I breathe because I win myself talking too fast. Might have to control my like my speed of talking today, because I'm still trying. I'm trying to make sure. I'm still messing around with this new episode. Bear with me. Hope the breathing is not too much, because if it is, I'm honestly not going to record another episode. But I am going to have to play around with it. So we'll see how this goes. But that's just a fair warning. If you do hear that, I didn't know because I can't hear myself right now. I'm just kind of you know going with it, testing out the new mic and everything. But now. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I wasn't feeling the last season. Um, I feel like it was fairly weak, especially after the winter season came with so many heavy hitters to go along with some good ones and some ones I would hit or miss depending on the fan base. But here's the thing: I'm not saying like last season was awful because it had some really good animes. It, it had a lot of really really good animes, but it didn't have any like extremely elite animes. It wasn't like a dang. I'm watching last season. Did you see this season? This new anime right here, it came up and it just took away everything. This anime right here took away everything. 
you know, usually have like one or two animes that usually blow up. Everybody's tweeting, everybody's talking about it, everybody's posting on social media about it. But we, I didn't feel like we really had one this past season. But I mean, like I said, like a good anime season to me is where there's a couple coming back that did well, like you know, that did well in the previous season, carrying over to this season. So like you know, it continues the hype. Then there's one or two new animes to catch up on. You know, they do they do extremely well. They brand new. Coming up, new studios picking up, our old studios picking them up. They do a real good job. Teach a story, new anime come up. People are like, dang, I can't wait for season two, whatever. Like, like, but like things like that, as well as like a returning anime that's like took a break, whether it be two months, two years, however long you took a break, it's coming back. It brings the hype, it brings stuff like that. Let's say, like, if Bleach came back, the hype would be crazy because it was returning anime taking a break. Things like Slime this season because Slime took a break. Even though it had its spinoff last season, it still took a break from the original series. So it's coming back now. So all the fans of Slime are coming back. They're excited and everything like that. So all these are like things that are like crucial to me about having a good anime season. But that's it's just my opinion. Last season could have been uh, like a banger for you. You might have found your new favorite anime, things like that. And I mean, if it was, it was. Like I'm not again. I'm not saying it was bad. It's just. I didn't feel like it was as strong as some of the other ones we've had, and I don't think it met the hype. I just think it was a bad time because I feel like this season that we're currently having is a pretty decent and a pretty strong season for anime, and I feel like the season, the winter season, was pretty strong. So the spring season falling in between those two, not the you know, it's not that uh, not that great. So I mean, but they're usually by. I mean, there's only like really like five, eight. You know, five to eight, roughly, shows that carry a season. Each season, a couple that, you know, are really popular, become mainstream shows for the season that a majority of the watchers focus on. That's what I'm talking about when people be, you know, posting on social media, tweeting, everything like that. And then there's a couple, you know, that don't, they don't necessarily hit that mainstream popularity, but they have a really big fan base, and they still do really well. The You know, the problem with the spring season also was it has some really good concepts. But I don't feel like they delivered. I, I I don't feel like they delivered. I dropped a lot of animes last season. I mean, I was reading heavy. Like I told y'all in the last anime episode, I was reading like 20 mangas. Like I'm, I was, because animes weren't doing it for me, so I just went, I was just looking um, through mangas. I would read one, and then I'd look at another recommended one, or I have like a list I still got to catch up on. There's just things like that. I would be looking for mangas. And I just find a lot, and I was just reading a ton. I'm still reading a ton, but now I'm reading a ton, and I'm watching at the same time, which is usually what I do, not just read. So, excuse me. Um, the fact that I was just only reading last season, to me, shows that the anime season wasn't as strong because I obviously took a break from it. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, let me get into the actual review. I'm like seven and a half minutes in, and I haven't actually even started reviewing yet. So let me go ahead and get to the first one I want to talk about. The reason I'm going to talk about this first, because I have the most to say about this one. I've already talked about it before, and I feel this should have been a really good one. If they would have made this anime a psychological one, this would have did numbers. If they would have did made this anime darker, this anime would have did numbers. But the anime I'm talking about is after being rejected, I shaved and took in a high school runaway. It was okay. 
However, I feel they tried to do a bit too much with, you know, the fan service, make the show lighthearted. And I'm about to tell y'all what the show is about. So, pause if you didn't watch the show, I'm going to tell you what it's about. And if you watch a couple episodes and drop it, I'm going to tell you what it's about because they, they, get, they get into the um, backstory. So, when I get into the backstory, and then I tell you this is like a lighthearted, mess around, fan service kind of comedy, want to be, do all these other things anime. You're going to be kind of confused because I was confused because I was like, when I learned about the past, I was like, dang, this is crazy. I talked about one of the so I was like, this is crazy. This one's going to be, I'm going to like this anime. It's going to be dark. It's going to be dark. It's going to touch all these issues, blah, blah, blah. Didn't do none of it. So like, I it just didn't do none of it. It was trying to, it was trying to do too much. I feel like they tried to do too many things and try to touch too many elements instead of focusing you know, on a couple, you know, real good ones. Like if they, if they wanted it to be more lighthearted, like they did, they should have changed Sayu's story. Because Sayu's story doesn't fit a lighthearted comedy style, mess around, funny, lighthearted, whatever type show. So they wanted to be dark, but they didn't want to be too dark. So, you know, they covered things up. So here's Sayu's story. That's what I'm going to tell you right now. Sayu's story is one that can be related to, especially with the amount of broken homes in America. Because I'm thinking... I remember I don't I don't know how accurate the statistic is because last time I saw it was like three years ago. It's like that fifty percent of U.S. marriages end in divorce. So if half of them end in divorce, you know that leads to a lot of broken homes, things such as that. So this is about a couple who is on the verge of divorce, and they believe a child will save their marriage, but then when the marriage isn't saved. Now, there is one parent who is stuck with a child they didn't truly want, but only had for a selfish reason, such as the one I just described. So they resent and take everything out on that child. You show them, I mean, they do. They take it out on the child. We see it. You see things like that happen. Like people have, that's why a lot of these kids and adults nowadays have a lot of, you know, issues that they had to work on because things that helped them when they were growing up. So they take everything out on the child. They show the child no love, no love whatsoever. A child that did not ask to be born, but you made the decision to have that child. And now you're going to take it out on the child. So, like, I mean, so the child has one absent parent, and the only parent they now know have... Like, that's the only one they have left because the other parent leaves them. You have one absent parent, and the one that the only one that they know resents them for something that they can't control. So the child grows up with a multitude of psychological issues. She doesn't know how to express herself or communicate with others. Like, she has all these problems because the parent is, like, super strict. When the child doesn't allow her to do anything, just, you know, mentally and verbally just abuses her. She's like not like beating her or anything, but she's verbally attacking, verbally abusing her all the time. Beating up on her, like beating up on her psyche. Just doing it like that. So she don't get to do anything. She's not hanging out with kids of her age or anything. She sees the kids of her age going to shops, going to restaurants, hanging out, doing stuff like that. She wishes she could do that. She wishes she could experience the joys of youth. So she's in high school, whatever. She finally makes a friend finally makes a friend in high school she finally makes a friend and that one friend that she has begins getting bullied because Sayu rejected a guy I think he was like some basketball player if I remember correctly 
who was like, you know, he was fairly popular and some other girls liked him and everything. I think one of the girls liked him or one of the girls wanted to date him or was dating him or whatever. He asked uh, Sayu out or whatever. So anyway, the thing is, he asked Sayu out. Sayu said no. The other girls were mad about it because they were interested in the guy or whatever. But since they can't get him because he likes her. So instead of taking it out on Sayu, they take it out on her friend. The only friend she's ever had. She's so and the friend is not a popular friend at all. It's like the friend is at the bottom of the food chain. But they didn't really have any friends. Sayu didn't have no friends. They talked to Sayu, became friends. But again, they take it out on the friend. And they just bullying the friend. They bully her so bad and for so long, like beating her up, t- throwing water on her, like doing just mean girl things, like just abusing her, abusing her to a um, to the point where she commits suicide. Sayu's only friend commits suicide, and she does it in front of Sayu. She didn't mean to do it in front of Sayu. Sayu, but obviously for you know animation purposes and the storytelling for us to know what happened they would let uh, like they want their Arthur wants Sayu to be there so that it's showing that us the viewer sees what happened so Sayu runs up and she tries to talk her off the ledge she tries to grab her and tries to stop her from jumping her friend jumps off the commits suicide kills herself because she's getting bullied so think about this for a second getting you're getting bullied, abused, and messed up at home. You have no friends. You go finally make a friend, and the only friend you have kills herself. So she feels like so Sayu feels she's to blame for all the issues. Like, like she feels so like she feels like she's to blame. Cause think about it, like her friend committed suicide because these girls were bullying her, and the only reason they were bullying her was because Sayu rejected this guy. So maybe if Sayu, I mean, even if Sayu accepted it because the, the girls liked him, it could have still went bad for him. But, you know, as a friend, you're just thinking everything. Like, it's my fault. They, like, I knew they were bullying her, blah, blah. I tried to get them to stop. I couldn't get them to stop. I should have did something else. I could have did something else. What could I have done to stop her from killing herself? What else could I have done? That's what's going through her brain. After already getting bullied at home by her parents. So that's already a lot to unpack right there. But that's not even all of it. So after all of this, her mother shows no sympathy, no empathy, no nothing, man. She don't show anything at all to her daughter. In fact, she blames her daughter. She literally takes it out on her daughter. Like, cause, okay, so this is the situation. So obviously somebody died at the school and everything. So this, the family starts getting a lot of bad press because, you know, people asking questions, cops asking questions, they want to know. And... They're not answer, They're not trying to talk to the police. They're not trying to talk. They're not trying to do it. She just, because obviously she's distraught. She just saw her best friend die, her only friend die. So she locked herself in her room. She's doing stuff like that. Her mom's having to answer the question. Her mom's pissed now because she's having to answer these questions and do all this stuff. And she's seeing it as bad press and looking, making it look bad on a family for all these things that happen. And instead of like, because, you know, the press wants to find out information. The police want to find out information. And instead of defending her daughter or anything like that, like a parent should be, she's yelling. She blames the daughter. She's doing all these other things. And the daughter reaches the breaking point. Like, she has the audacity to ask her daughter if she killed her friend or had anything to do with the suicide. And her daughter was like, Sayu was like, I'm done. She reaches the breaking point, and she's like, 
I'm leaving. I don't want to be here no more in the mud. Her mom, like, I don't care. Leave, blah, blah, you're, blah, blah. She don't care. So because she doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't have love for Sayu. So Sayu leaves. She stays in the hotel for like a week. Using what little money she had from her brother. She like stays in the hotel for a week doing her thing, just chilling, trying to de-stress. But eventually the money runs out. She only hit her, her brother gave her a little money. Her brother was like, I mean, I take a week off, get away from mom, but call me. I can do, we can see what can happen, blah, blah. So, but instead of that, Sayu's like, she's just done with the world. She's literally just done at that point. So she, she runs out of money. She throws away her phone so people can't call her a tracker. And she starts her journey to being homeless. The first person she meets after being homeless for a little while is a disgusting, vile piece of garbage who at first seems really good. He seemed like a nice guy. He offers her a place to stay. And, you know, she's staying there. But after a couple of days, he says, he's like, hey, you've been here for a while. This is risky for you to be here. I don't know you like that. I'm keeping an underage girl in my house, all these things. And so he's like, I just need to be fairly compensated. She's an underage girl. And this grown-ass man is talking about he needs to be compensated. So he says he she can use her body. So she uses she at first she doesn't want to because she knows she's a virgin. She don't want to first time, but but she has she's like, I have no choice at this point. I can't go back home. I have nobody else to turn to. He's offering me a place to stay. And if I can just offer him my body just to get along, then that's not so bad. So she's crying. She's doing everything like that, but she offers her body to him. Then he kicks her out after a week. So she bounces from home to home for like six months. So six months of her just bouncing from home to home and just like staying with guy as a guy. And after a couple of days, like she sleep, like she sleeps with all these guys. And then she just, she doesn't stay in one place for longer than a week. Sometimes she only stays a day, constantly being able to have like to force her body, force the offer her body, I should say, to survive. Which gets that that all that gets us to our first episode where she meets him, our main character, and she like, yeah, we, he, he doesn't know all this. We don't. The audience doesn't know that. And they don't tell all this in the beginning, but she's been bouncing around for six months, home to home. And we find out the six months thing, but we don't find out about the mom and all the other things before. Cause we just know we run away. And we're like, why she run away? We're trying to figure out why she ran away, but then it makes sense. So she's been doing this. And I don't even it's so crazy. I don't even want to think about how many people took advantage of an underage girl in that span of six months. So because I'm like, not being able she, she's staying somebody somewhere a day, staying one place. A couple days, two days, three days, whatever. The most as long as she stays somewhere is a week for six months. Just giving up her butt. Like that's that's tough. That's tough. That's that's really tough to think about. And so you you so you hear all that. And it's like that is her backstory. And having that kind of backstory and then trying to make this a lighthearted joke around fan service type anime, I'm like, what were y'all even thinking there? Why would y'all give her that tough of a backstory if y'all weren't going to do nothing with it? That doesn't make sense to me. If you're going to give somebody that tough of a backstory, 
that heavy of a backstory, you should have done so many. There are so many directions you could have took this anime. But instead, you wanted to make it some lighthearted fan service type show. And I, and I, I, didn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't rocking with it. And at the end, at insult, insult to injury, like when she finally returns home, like with her mom, her mom doesn't rejoice. Her mom's not like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in almost a year. Where have you been? Blah, blah, blah. The first thing she does, she don't even say nothing. The second she walks, the, the daughter walks in, and her brother's like, oh, yeah, we're home, blah, blah, blah. The mom walks up and slaps her extremely hard across the face, saying, where have you been? You've caused this family so many problems. The school and all these people are calling, asking where you were. They say, you disappeared, blah, blah, blah. And it makes sense why they're calling, because you see one girl. If you, if you Think about if you're at the school or the police or anything like that. Take Like, you're looking at it from outside, looking in. You see a girl commit suicide. Or you don't know if she committed suicide or not. You you assume she's committed suicide because nobody saw her beside you. But you're assuming she committed suicide. The only person that was there did not speak, did not talk to anybody, blah, 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 and then disappears for a year. Of course, that you, they, they, so you're like, you either she had a pardon or she committed suicide as well. So that's scary. She just disappears from school. She stopped showing up. She doesn't, No one's seen her for a year. The mom doesn't know where she's at. The mom's just trying to be like, blah, blah, blah. Of course they're asking questions. Of course she's taking heat. And her mom owns her own business, so people are, like, questioning her because she was a successful woman, and people are just asking her about that stuff instead of about all her business and everything like that. And it's like, of course they're asking about that because your daughter just disappeared for a year and you don't care and you're not showing any kind of, like, compassion for that. Like, come on now. Like, what the heck? So... Her mom's just yelling, still isn't understanding, and she tells her daughter she should have never had her, and she agrees. Like, I mean, they had a little moment at the end after the MC talked to the mom. They had a little moment where the mom's basically like, she agrees to be cordial. She doesn't accept Sayu, but she agrees to be cordial with her daughter until she graduates and gets out of her house. And so, all that, like, again, that crazy backstory, but they want to make it some lighthearted fan service rom type rom-com type show which like I mean, makes no sense to me but I'm not the author because even on the last episode I mean they're like oh blah 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 uh, she 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 does something romantic because the whole thing was just to try to ship this high school girl with this like 25 year old man but he's not I'm not gonna he, he's like I'm not touching no underage girl I don't like underage girl I'm not doing that that's disgusting that's garbage and so it's like and there's a there's a fast forward a time skip where she's finally old. He tells her that she's like I love you and everything. He's like I'm not I don't I'm not into younger girls. I'm not doing that. And so the time skip and everything. And then she's older. She's finally of age and everything like that. And then she comes back for him and everything like that. And so they push that. They're trying to push that romance on it. But I'm like with that heavy of a backstory and y'all trying to make it fan servicey, comedic rom com time. I was like. They just, they dropped the ball on that. I don't care anybody. They dropped the ball on that. That was very disappointing in my opinion. It was very, very disappointing. I was not, not happy with watching that. I even read the manga and I was just like, the manga is different from the anime because the manga is still going. The anime showed the end. Like the manga, the anime skipped around a lot. 
and showed a time skip. The manga's not even there, and the manga, the anime changed a lot that's in the manga. A lot of, like, new characters and different scenes and stuff that's in the manga, not in the anime. So the anime, it's a solid anime, but it did not live up to its potential. So the rest, like, the rest of the reviews will be much shorter. Much, much shorter, because I gotta fit all this into one episode, and I'm not trying to do another episode for the review. So all these about to be, the rest of these about to be much, much, much faster. So um, the next one I wanted to talk to, let me think, let me think. Oh, um, let's go to uh, Farewell, Dear Kramer. Farewell, My Dear Kramer. That one was supposed to be, this, I thought this was going to be the best animated season. I watched that first episode, I was like, this slapped. I read a couple chapters in the manga, I was like, this is slapping. This going to be the next Haikyuu. This gonna be the next Ace of Diamond, Prince of Tennis. This is gonna be the next great, you know, sports anime. Critical no basket. But they they, they dropped the ball. They dropped the ball. The show it was okay. You know, it was still solid, but they failed it, man. They failed it. It just felt rushed in the anime. They jumped around a ton. Didn't really explain explain a lot. They jumped around, did like they weren't really you didn't really see a lot in it. Like, they show good moments in there. They show a little character development, things like that. So it was still a solid anime, but, I mean, I thought this thing was going to be the next great thing, and they it didn't it just didn't live up to the potential either. So that's, like I said, this is, that was a theme of this, like, season, in my opinion. A lot of good ideas that didn't live up to, like, the potential. This could have been a great season with a lot of elite animes, but it just had a bunch of like either really good or just okay, solid animes. That's just another point of it right there. I mean, then you also got My Hero, and My Hero is My Hero. It's going to slap regardless. It has some dry moments, it's whatever. And I, you know, it, it, the dry moments, I was I already knew it was going to happen because I'm reading the manga, but they were needed to hype up this current season that we're at right now in the summer season. And I mean, they're only going to keep getting more, you know? The hype's going to stay there. The hype's going to stay there, and it's only going to get more lit and more fast-paced and more action-based. So just go ahead and be on the watch out for that. My Hero going to be pretty good this year. I mean, this season as well. So I'm a Spider, so what was pretty good. I enjoyed it, but the anime was more light-hearted than the manga. It's a bit different, like I said before. Um, it, it The anime does a lot of stuff with the classmates and everything like that to where the manga does it. focuses more on just... Um, the main character and everything. It, I liked it, but it started to get the feel of a you know generic East guy after a while. Like at first, it seemed like it was gonna be really good and everything, but then it started going more and more like a generic East guy, and I was like, like this is cool. I'm gonna watch it, but again, I want you to be here, but you stopping right here. You don't need to stop right there when you can go. You can go so much higher. You can fly so much higher. That's a quote from, you know, Haikyuu already right there. You already know. If you know, you know. You can fly so much higher. And that's how I feel about these animals. They can fly a lot higher, but they they just didn't. Um, how not to see some of the Demon Lord and everything. It wasn't as good as season one. However, it was still overall good. Uh, it was about what I expected, you know, fan service. MC scared of females and everything like that. He over there being like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, they overdo, like, oh, he's a virgin, all the other stuff. They overdo that, but he's a overpowered main character. So even though he's, like, the the media, well, the anime, stereotypical anime-style virgin main character, 
his harem grows because he's so overpowered and he's scared to talk to girls and stuff like that. But it's you know, it's still cool. They had you know, had a good you know, a good fighting, good action, everything that's fantasy, all the other stuff. It's an East Sky. I mean, they did add a bunch of new elements to the story, which, you know, honestly, place a, like place certain building blocks so that the show can continue. Because after season one, I wasn't sure how they were going to continue on with this. I, w- I wasn't sure how they were going to keep going with season two, maybe season three. But now they've placed a bunch of building blocks. So you can see different ways. I can see, like, multiple ways they can take the show. So I wouldn't be surprised if they went any of these ways. Because they just introduce, you know, new ideas, new characters. Not necessarily show the new characters, but mention them and talked about them, like foreshadowing them so that you could, so there's new people that they can eventually introduce and keep the show going. So I understand where they went with that. Tokyo Revengers was really good in the beginning. You know, it's, it's like I said, I'm going to review. So I'm going a lot of stuff. I got to remember. I'm not, I can't base off the mind. So Tokyo Revengers for an anime for last season was really good. It was really good. However, comma, going into the future with the manga, unless they change things up, it's not going to be that great. But right now, it's hidden. It's really good. It's one of those animes that did better than expected, jumped up in popularity, solid, really, really solid. But, you know, it just falls just short of being an elite anime, just short. Like, like this could have been one of those really good ones. It falls just short. But it's it's still up there, definitely still up there. And, you know, this is probably the closest... Two elite anime that have all the shows we like, all the new shows we've talked so far. Like, this is the closest to you know hitting that mark. But then, you know, then there's also To Your Eternity, which is closer than Tokyo Revengers. So, like I said, Tokyo up until then, and then we hit this right here To Your Eternity, really good, really good, really good, really good. Um, I really enjoy that simple concept of starting from nothing and slowly growing and finding oneself and learning to understand the world. It does a good job making you like the characters, developing like developing these characters, and you really liking them and you really want to see these characters and everything develop and everything, but then killing them off or removing them for the show so that the audience feels the pain of the main character. So some of those, a lot of those deaths, bro, I definitely felt. I was like, God dang, man. God dang, that's tough. Dang, that's heavy. And I'm like, but yeah, that one does a really good job. It's continuing over into the summer season. I definitely recommend it. I can't wait to see where it's going because it's going in a different direction now. It looks like it's not going to focus mainly on all the introducing new characters, but we're going to get to where he's actually trying to fight the enemy now. So so it should be interesting. I want to see how this goes out and everything. Um, What's called? Now we're going into Don't Toy Me, Miss Nagatoro. Shout out Alonzo because he was like, this one slaps as well. It was the rom-com of the season. Really, really enjoyed it. And was really disappointed when the season ended. And it didn't carry over to this season. Because this was probably the best rom-com of the season. Really, really good anime. Like I said, not elite, but really, really good. I liked it. Um, Funny, everything like that. The manga is kind of... Manga... Like I started reading the manga because... The season ended. I was going to just keep watching, but once the season ended, I was like, I'm not done with this show. They're not done with me. So I started reading the manga, and the manga starts going more into the rom-comness. Like, more, not the rom-com, it's going more into the rom, the like the romance part and everything. So I definitely recommend it if you're looking for a good rom-com. Definitely funny. Definitely enjoyable. 
Really enjoyed it. Has my blessing. Has Lonzo's blessing. Definitely should watch it. Um, what's it called? Then combatants will be dispatched. Is next. I don't even want to talk about this one because I didn't enjoy it. It was it wasn't a good show at all to me. I dropped it quick. Like it 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 didn't have a good story. It tried to focus a lot on the, the like comedy. It's a it's kind of like an action wannabe East Sky type deal. I explained it in the previews. Didn't enjoy it. Didn't like the action. Didn't like the comedy. And it's a unique taste of comedy. It's more like a middle school like sexual type of comedy. Like there's a lot of like corny, immature jokes like that. And like that, those have a time and place and everything. But when the show is based off of somebody like that, eh, not my cup of tea. If it's your cup of tea, cool. Watch it, enjoy it, more power to you. Me, not gonna watch it. And then after that, let's talk about Slime Diaries. This was, you know, less action packs life, you know, slice of life, spinoff to, you know, reincarnated as a slime. It came back this season. So glad it came back this season because that one is, woo! It's uh, what the Cowboys are. He's like, woo! Like doing that. Like, yeah. That's, that, that's what it's doing right now. That, that, I'm glad it's back because going back to Slime Slime is taking off. It's really good. So seeing this like lightheartedness right here, just to see how they hang out in the village and everything because Slime's been action-packed and going fast lately. And going into this season right now, it's going to continue like that. It's only going to get, you know, more action-packed, more like it's going to just gain more traction, everything like that. So getting on like the other side of it, the laid-back, chill side, hey, it was all good with me. I, I really enjoyed it. So if you want to, you know, you want to take a step back from the intense side, definitely watch that before you go back into slime. If you didn't, if you didn't watch it, definitely watch it. Definitely recommend it. It's cool and everything like that. So um, next was hmm, trying to think. I mean, because there's a lot of anime. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to talk about mainly most of the, like the more popular ones, the one that did more better numbers. Um. Oh, 86, 86. That's where we want to go. 86 was a hit or miss. Um, I you know I've seen both sides. Like, you know, some people said they really enjoyed it. Some people didn't really care for it and everything like that. And it was okay to me. I man, I thought it was cool. I dropped it. I dropped it. I didn't finish it because that's not because it was bad. I didn't drop it because it was bad. I dropped it, excuse me, because like I told you, I was reading like 2025 mangas. I was reading a couple of light novels. And between doing all that and watching the anime I was already watching, there was zero chance I was going to be able to watch even more. So I had to drop something. And that was one of the few ones I dropped. And I'm probably going to come back to that because, like I said, it was it was pretty good. I, I was enjoying Like I said, I've, I heard mixed reviews, but I was enjoying it. But I had to drop it because time time constraints and everything like that. So, you know, bringing it back all around because, you know, if you want to assist me on these episodes and anime reviews, at me on Twitter at that boy snap with a D-A-T-B-O-I snap. Or hit, you know, hit us up on the Facebook page for the Ad Geeks podcast. Just let me know. Let us know you want to help out. That, that, takes, that lets me get even more anime reviews out to y'all because I'm only one person. I'm only one person. There are a lot of animes every season. There are a lot of mangas every season. And so, being one person and still doing the podcast, still editing, reviewing, all these stuff like that, still working full-time and still trying to gain, only one person. I can only do so much. I can only be in one place at a time. So, 
like I said, if you're interested, hit me up. Let me know. Say, shoot me a DM. Do whatever. And just say, hey, I watch a lot. I'm doing whatever. I want to join in. I want to help out. And I will welcome you easily. Anyway, let's continue. Um, Shoot. I wanted to take a break. We like 36 minutes in, 36, 37. I don't know, something like that. We almost 40 minutes in. I want to take a break, but honestly, there's not that many. I honestly can't think of that many more animes I want to talk about, so I don't want to take a break and then come back and talk to y'all for like five minutes. If I was going to take a break, I should have did it like 10 minutes ago, but I was too busy talking instead of watching the timer. So we're just going to push through. Um, I've been killing slimes for 3,000 years and maxed out my level. This was a definite miss for me. It was a stereotypical basic isekai that didn't put too much effort in it in the story or the action. I'm I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. If a isekai like if an isekai rushes a story or doesn't explain anything, like I just it doesn't make sense to me. Like an isekai should play to his strong suit. So isekai is like um the one where I started isekai in the restaurant or something like that. If you do something like that, you focus on the food, you focus on the like the comedy, the things like that, it hits. It doesn't have to be action packed. Not all isekai have to be action packed. But if you're an isekai and you're strong and everything like that, and you have fighting scenes, and the whole point is you're supposed to be overpowering, you're supposed to be strong, and then the fighting scenes aren't good, and then the comedy is not that good, and then the story's not good, then you can't just drop. I've been seeing so many isekai. I'm so sick of the fact that isekais blew up. Because it made so many people lazy. Because they just throw out whatever East guy, don't do any like telling anything like that. They don't they don't tell anything about the story. They don't give you no backstory. They don't give you anything. It's just boom. I wake up. I'm in a new world. Hey, I'm super strong. Don't have to build up or try anything. Let me go beat up people. Let me go do everything. All the other stuff and then chilling. And I'm not the fight scenes aren't cool. Comedy's not good. The story's not good. I'm just walking around doing whatever I want. There's no real opponent. I'm just doing whatever I want. It's not a good East guy. Not a good story. Don't care what you say. Definitely miss. Um, so next is Welcome to Demon School Irma. It was a favorite of mine in season one. Season two didn't hit the same. I don't really got no negatives to say. No, it was a solid, average show. Move on to the next one. Full dive to the ultimate next gen, something like that. It was like a next gen dive or something like that. It was awful is all I remember because I was talking about it on the preview and I remember it and I dropped it immediately. I went in with low expectations and dropped it after two episodes. And if you are OG on the show, no, I have a three episode rule. And if I couldn't even make it through all three episodes, that should tell you a lot. I mean, again, if you enjoy it, more power to you. I did not. I will not. And I never will. That show was ass. And that's what I'm going to leave it at. The next one is a show that I almost forgot about. I almost forgot about. Um, I'm probably going to name like two or three more. But this one I almost forgot about. I can't even remember how to. It's like Bibby, Floret, Eyes or something like that. It's, it's like a show about humanoids and everything like that. I didn't personally watch it myself. I put it on my to-do list, though, because I heard I got plenty of good reviews from people close to me, and they say it's like a thriller and it's surprisingly action-packed, and it's an overall good watch. They they, they said it wasn't, like, perfect by any means, and but it is really, really good. Like, it's really good. I, I looked it up on 
the anime list, and it has an eight and a half. It has an eight point five as a review, eight point five out of ten. So that's pretty good. So it's definitely gonna put it on my list because um, it seems that not a lot of people aren't respecting it in the U.S. All the reviews are coming from Japan. So in the U.S., for some reason, people aren't rocking with it. People don't like it or whatever. So I want to see why that is. But in Japan, that show is blowing up and everything. So I advise y'all, if you haven't watched it, hey, why not? Give it a chance. You ain't got nothing to do? Give it a chance. Let me know how it is. And then I can watch it as well. And I'll let y'all know what I think. Um, What's called? Then there's uh, Megalobox. Megalobox was actually okay. At first, it started off slow. It wasn't really hidden. It started off confused and everything like that. Eventually picked up a pretty decent show. Pretty good. I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. And then it was like Fruit Basket made a return, and it made a return to do its last season. And I'm going to let y'all watch that because if you a Fruit Basket fan, you just need to watch it. That's all I'm going to say. If you There's no much. I think it's like season four. So there's not much for me to say. Season, season three or season four is the finale. Not much for me to say if you haven't already watched it. I'm not going to tell you about the finale, the final season, if you haven't even watched the first season. So I'm not going to really give a review over the final season. I'm just, I just wanted to give it a mention because I like Fruit Basket. Really good, enjoyable. Peep it. Why not? And then the, um, what's it called? What was, what was the, the last two are, oh yeah. Last two are two of ones that a friend of the show and everything, a good partner of mine, you know, Javin, he said they were solid to watch. So I'm going to recommend y'all watch them and everything. One was Mars Red. It did decent numbers. wasn't really my cup of tea. I don't really like... I have this weird animosity to vampires. I've always hated vampires for some reason. It's not like... It's not a phobia. I'm not scared of them. I can, I can look at them, but whatever. I just don't like them. When I see vampires, my my interest in the show immediately drops. I'm like, eh. Because there are some animes that my homies have told me to watch. There's some regular shows my homies have told me to watch. I'm just like... And I just think the concept of a vampire is just stupid. I've never liked the concept. I don't like what vampire. I'm like, like just the thought of it. I'm like, kind of a stupid thing to make up. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I've never understood vampires. I've never had no interest. I've never liked them. So didn't really watch it. And then there's um, Bordy or the Patriot or something like that. It, it's coming back. It was like a part two of the first one. I didn't watch part one, but again. Javin recommended it, so had to shout it out and say, you should watch it. But anyways, we are well over our usual limit for Weeb Wednesdays, not on a Weeb Wednesday. So that has been, I said that has been, look at me. This has been another episode of the Ad Geeks Podcast. Always, always, always remember to respect women. But most importantly, remember to respect yourself. Cause simping ain't pimping, and we stay weeping, and we out.